Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, you're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. A one and only, it is Steve Harvey. Yeah, got a radio show. Okay. This is uh, timely for everybody, I'm sure. Um, I want to offer you all uh, some encouragement because everybody needs it. Let me tell you something. Uh, you strike out on your goals. You strike out on your aspirations. You get uh, headed out on the course to fulfill your dreams. You strike out on a mission to get it accomplished. You have resolutions. You decide that this is what it's going to be. And so you strike out. All in it, uh, all engines blasting. Full force, straight ahead. And then it happens. As it happens to all of us, here it comes. A setback. Here it comes. Something pop up. Man, here it comes, the unexpected. All out of nowhere, man, a hater. Just something that that really, man, is undescribable to you because you're just going along your what you thought was your merry way. And here it comes, life. Life just hits one of them bad notes as it always does, as it always does for all of us, for everybody. Now, when those bad notes happen, when the haters come out of nowhere, when the setback comes up, when the, when the out of nowhere appears, when the I didn't see that coming comes, here's, here's what you have to do. Here is the thing that I have been teaching myself for years that I used to not always understand, so I'm trying to give it to you. You have to be encouraged anyway. Now, that's difficult. Okay, Steve, what you talking about? You just told me all this discouraging stuff that can happen, and you said you got to be encouraged anyway. Yeah, man, you have to. Because what's happening to you right now, the thing that you're going through right now, the thing that everybody's going through right now, ain't nobody on smooth sailing, man. Everybody got something. And if they if they on smooth sailing, just know this is coming. There's nothing I'm wishing on anybody. It's just that this is life. This is how it happens, everybody. So please stop stop getting on the old woe is me bandwagon. Oh, Lord, why me? Oh, Lord, something always happened to me. Something always happens to everybody. But here's what you got to do when you get in moments like this. You got to be encouraged. You got to remember in those times, in those times when it's going wrong, you got to remember all that you've been through. You got to remember all that you've come through. You have to remember those other times when you felt like this and somehow, unexplainably, you don't even really stop to say nothing about it. It just changed for you. 
And the problem that was is no more. And the situation that seemed so insurmountable, you got over it. You got around it. You got over it. Sometimes you just got to slide right under it. Sometimes you got to plow through it. But in those times when it's discouraging for you, when you feel like giving up, those are the tests. Those are the moments that will determine whether we make it or not. I'll tell you one thing for sure. If you give up in these moments right here, here is a for sure, you'll never make it. That's unquestionably the deal. If you give up in these dark times, if you give up in these what you think is insurmountable moments, if you turn back now, here is the 1,000% for sure, you ain't going to make it. But there is a bright side to this situation. If you keep your head down, if you keep forging, if you keep pressing on, sometimes if you just stand there and sometimes get knocked to your knees, but if you stay in that place, if you just stay there and ride the storm out, my head is bloodied but unbowed. If you can just stay there, if you can sit in that moment and ride it out, you will win. You will win. You will pass the test, and you will get to move on to the next level. But there is no next level without a test. You can't get to grade six without passing grade five. You can't be a senior without first being a junior. You can't graduate without fulfilling the hours and requirements. You see, I don't care what you do in life. Look at it. It's all set up on levels where you've got to accomplish the thing before in order to get to the next level. And when you've made those level accomplishments, you get to graduate. Now, you can go on and get a master's and a Ph.D. You can go on and become rich. You can go become wealthy. Or you can go, or you can go somewhere and think yourself in another set of circumstances. But you got to go through something to get to something. There ain't nothing free. So you can stop that notion about being successful. That is easy. Come on, man. If it was easy, what 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 we on what we talking about? It is not easy. Stop thinking it is. It is difficult. But I'll tell you what's even more difficult than becoming successful. You want to know what that is? Try not being successful your whole life. That's hard. You are listening to a person who has done them both. Been successful and really, really been not successful. And I got news for you. Both of them hard. But I would rather deal with what it is to be something, to make something out of myself, to force myself to go to work when I don't feel like it. This morning was a rough get up for me. But I got up and I said, thank you anyway. Never give up. And I don't watch this dude till he done mess around and got close to me because he just never gave up. You can, you can never, ever give up. Never. It's not an option. Giving up cannot be an option for you. You cannot do that. You, it's, it's out of the question. 
It's inconceivable in your mind to quit. Because to quit is to what? What you get when you quit? Nothing. There is a reward for those who hang in there, who never give up, who forge through, who see it through, who get knocked down and get back up, who gets trampled but somehow gathers themselves and get back to your knees. But stay in that place, man. Don't ever give up. Don't let go. Be encouraged. Think of all you've been through. Think of all you come through. Think of all he's done for you. Think of all the times you thought you wasn't going to make it, but somehow, without you ever even saying thank you, he got through. He got you through it anyway. That's that thing called grace now. We kind of need that in our life. I, I, all, I, all I need is a little more grace. You can't give God no money for grace, man. Grace is absolutely free. It's available to everybody. But you can't get none if you quit. Don't give up. I'll just tell you that flat out. Don't ever give up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, and all the little girls, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's a Tuesday, which means absolutely nothing except we done made it to another day. Fascinating. Incredible weekend. Box office, all-star, everything has happened. What's up, everybody? Hey, Steve. What's up, Steve? Top, top. Yeah, yeah. How was your weekend? Um... That was it. That was my last. Well, no, I can't say my last weekend off because I worked. Mm-hmm. Friday sure did and work. Saturday, yeah. I worked. So, President's Day. And this is what you I think. I found out yesterday was President's, President's Day. Day. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Don't tell him. When Donald Trump starts reading and find out <laughs> that that's what this is. He's going to move it. Something's going to get moved. <laughs> I don't, don't let him know lose. when he going to read about this because he just found out about Frederick Douglass. But thank God he's done so much. Don't let him know that. But as soon as he start reading or see it on Fox and find out that it's the yeah. same damn mm-hmm. month, something going to get Yeah, they're going to change it up. Either us. Yeah. Or the he president. He's going to move us or the, or the day. Or the presidents. One of them going to have to go. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a great time to be black. The movie, what? oh man, oh man, black movie. Yeah. that movie, just I, I, I love the way people went to see the movie. Yeah. But one yeah. of them caught my eye on uh, Instagram. This girl mm-hmm. uh, was with two guys and her girlfriend, and she had a basket with rose petals, tossing it. And they were walking with this very regal-looking woman in this gown with this long hair, looked like Vanessa Bell Calloway. Oh yeah. And when she when they got to the doorway of the theater, they hoisted her up on their shoulders to carry her to her seat. Yes. Raw. Yes. Boy, yes. let me tell you yes. something. They was clowning yes. in that theater. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people came dressed, you know, as people Tashikis. in the characters, dashikis, yeah. all kinds of head wraps, things yeah. like that. So. See, if I could go, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to flip it. What would you have worn, I was going to wear a black tam, black turtleneck, black leather coat, black gloves, black shoes, and boots, and actually was going to go as my big brother. Because one of my brothers was a panther, and one of my brothers was a black nationalist. Oh, wow. Yeah. They grew up in that time. Yeah, my sister thought it was a movie about the black panther. They going to make that movie? Oh, Lord. And my brother. Yeah. My brothers ain't, 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 ain't racist at all. Uh-huh. It was just for what it was for mm-hmm. at that time. It was for the uplift of black people. That's what Absolutely. they looked at. That's, that's what they were right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the narrative got changed, changed by the government, yeah. which mm-hmm. is the the whole thing is mm-hmm. switching the narrative of what organizations do. So they're good at that. Yeah. You think Trump saw it this weekend? <laughs> I think Trump saw nothing yeah. black. He was, no, he, he was tweeting just, a lot. I'm just asking. <laughs> Not this week. Trump right. is worried about this Russia collusion. Yes, he That's is. All he's no collusion. Collusion. No, no collusion. No collusion. All right, coming up, <laughs> Junior's here with Truth Be Told. That's for something funny. We'll be yeah. back at 32 yeah. after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it's on you. Truth be told, what, uh, what do you have for us this well, today, Tuesday morning? I, I do want to say this. I'm very proud of the movie Black Panther. Come on, boy. I'm very, Come on, yes, sir. Yes, we are. Very what proud. A great movie. Yeah. <laughs> now, there was one tragedy over the weekend. Uh-huh. What's that? Oh. And this national anthem. Uh-huh. Ooh. Fergie. Let me just say this. Oh, yeah. And I'm just asking. I and I'm just it. asking. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know it was bad, I'm, but I'm just really what asking. What are you talking about exactly? Fergie singing the national anthem at the All Star yeah, game. At the All Star game. Did you see it? Huh? I, I yeah. saw it. it was, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I text all y'all. Yeah. I saw your text. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. You can't even repeat his text. No, uh-uh. no, no, I didn't see his text. <laughs> you ain't see it? No, I didn't see it. This text. set us back. <laughs> well, it ain't set us back. I didn't. I felt as though when she was singing it, I didn't know if we should salute or we should crawl in bed. <laughs> Yeah, the she, game should have been out. She oh, gave a sexy that, version. Oh, so happy. That wasn't sexy. Oh, say. Uh, Can you it was, see? It was different. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Not the big old dons. The big old, hey, the big okay. old. I was going, hey, Fergie, what's, what, what the hell is we singing If you here? had to pick hell, one. If you'd have yeah. saw people taking hands off their heart. Yeah. He was just going, people's hands was dropping down. Am I supposed to be holding my heart? Ball players, something else. Man. Ball players was laughing, Let me though. tell you something. Yeah. Draymond Green boy. mouth can't fall no further. <laughs> <laughs> that, that boy, I saw all his gums. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think Kat. we have it. We played Do it yesterday. Yeah. Let's play it again, Cat. Yes. Uh-huh. yes we had it yesterday. No, see, that's when yeah. she had got into it. Yeah. Here's a question, Steve. Yeah. Fergie, Carl Lewis. 
I'll tell you, no, <laughs> greatest one I've ever seen is Carlos. Oh, Roseanne. <laughs> Carlos still stands alone. Hold on. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. yeah. Uh-oh. I'm going to make it up to you. <laughs> Give me a chance. I'm going to get it back. Hey, I get man. It. <laughs> Carl Lewis is the absolute greatest. No, it's the best. Yeah. Why was he out there in the first yeah. place? I'm sitting there being He started off in the wrong key. He left no. out the gate in the wrong no, key. He never had. He never key. had a key. No, no, he did. That right there. Yeah. I, I'd rather get, say the wrong name at the pageant again <laughs> than to come out there and sing that damn song like that. You and the, you'd rather go. And the winner is. And the winner is and just start looking right. What? But then say one of the girls that ain't even up there in the last one three. One of the cameramen or something like that. That's quite a statement, Steve. Miss Island. Help <laughs> way in the back. I'm trying to she cut through the crowd. She ain't even got no Uh-oh. That's quite a statement. I mean, hold up, hold yeah. up. Not Island. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Wait, you go back, Uh-oh. baby. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm going to get it. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to get it. Hold on, hold on. Miss <laughs> Kiris. No, no, my no, bad. I'm no, sorry. No, oh, wait no, a minute, wait no, a minute. Miss South Carolina. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Take yeah. your time. I'm sorry. Here it is. I got it. it Here is we go. Worst. I'm going to make it up to you. <laughs> Miss Columbia. Oh, I did that already. Oh, yeah, That's why they tried to kill me. Man, Carlos is yeah, the absolute the, worst yeah. of all time. Of all yeah. time. Now, yeah. the absolute best to me, Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gaye. Yes. Marvin Gaye. Hands down. Marvin Gaye, hands down. Hands down. He rocked that. And Whitney Houston. And Whitney. And Whitney. I about Whitney. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Whitney. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> By the door. Hey, <laughs> that's when they made the law. You can't change the name. Yeah, because uh-huh. he had th- he had saying yeah. that thing. So yeah, he told it. But yeah. beginning really of Fergie's, it was so breathy. I was. It going, was real wow. breathy. Yeah. I wants to crawl in bed. <laughs> it's a hard and song to sing. Anyway, it's it, it whether you're hard. a singer or not. It's a hard song it's, it's to really sing. Not. Yeah. You don't think it's, so. if you can it's, sing it. It's really not. But you shouldn't sing it if you can't sing it. I've that, seen yeah. some country western yeah. singers just yeah. gone do it the way it is. Uh-huh. Oh, say, <laughs> say, can you see? By the wood, By the dawn's early light. Yeah. Come on here, man. Yeah. Country people just break they, they it down do. where it ain't hard uh-huh. no more. Yeah, they don't try to sing when it When you're so proud, <laughs> lay way hell. <laughs> and the twilight <laughs> last gleam. And they don't even go high with the, and the rockets. They just go right and there. And the rockets right red there. And the rockets. <laughs> the bombs are bursting in the air. And they are. And they are. And they are. They prove. Like the, the letter R. flag. Right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Take your time. Ooh, we gotta go. <laughs> taking his time. Uh-huh. Star yet. Bring it home now. <laughs> Draw that out. Further <laughs> land. <laughs> Hand of the 
President Trump and this whole Russia uh, investigation. Uh, Miss Ann will be here. All right, coming up next, nephew Tommy and run that prank back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about President Trump and the Russia investigation. Also, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got? PSC. What? What is? What is that? PSC. Prostate checker. I come by your house. Check it for you. Check your prostate. Yeah. Why is the S in there? What hours will you be home? (laughs) Prostate (laughs) checker. Need you to be there. PSC. (laughs) Come by there. Don't take me but a minute. (laughs) I get you checked out. Here it is. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, a Roger. This Roger. Hi, my name is Greg. I'm a PSC. Uh, I got you on my schedule. I'm supposed to come by your house tomorrow morning at about 7.15. I just want to give you a call and uh, give you a heads up and let you know we will be there about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work you at... Say uh, you're a, oh, you say you're a who? I'm a PSC, sir. I'll be okay. there I'll be there tomorrow. I got you on my schedule uh, for Monday morning, and I'll be there uh, at least about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work at 7.30 and... Uh, my procedure is only going to take a couple minutes, but I wanted to What's just kind of give a friendly call and let you know that I will be by there tomorrow morning. What's a PSC? PFC? What you say? A PSC? PSC, sir. PSC. I will be there tomorrow. I've been in business uh, probably for the last, uh, I guess, about 13, 14 years now. What is PSC specialist? What you do? Oh, you're not. I'm sorry. You're not familiar? How you got me on the schedule? I ain't signed up for nothing. Oh, I got you on my list here. I don't know who put you on here, but you've, it's been paid for and everything for me to come by and, and do my job. And like I said, it'll only take me a couple minutes, and I'll have you on your way. How do you uh, get my number? Say, say again? How did you get my phone number? Sir, everything I have, I got I got 20 stops tomorrow, and I got you scheduled as uh as my uh, as my first stop tomorrow morning. I don't know. I got your phone number. I do have your address. Are you at drive? Yeah, that's my address, but I don't, I'm not scheduled for nobody to come to my house in the morning. I got to go to work in the morning. I'm not going to be here. Right, right. My understanding, well, you, from my understanding, you pull out about 7.30, and I'm going to get there at 7.15. Like I said, my, the, the, you know, the procedure only takes about two, three minutes, and, and well, I'll be on my way. who told you about every, all my information? You know, when I leave home and everything, who is this? Like I say, my name is Greg. I'm a I'm a PSC, and I'll be there. Okay, you said that already. I, you'll, you'll see me tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to give you a friendly call here on Sunday and let you know that I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there about 7:15, and we'll get you taken care of, and then I'll let you get on your way to work. You still ain't telling me what I'm supposed what you supposed to be doing, sir. A PSC is PSC. I'm a prostate checker, and what I'll be doing is coming in and checking your prostate tomorrow. Oh, hell no. Nah. You ain't coming here to check my prostate. I get my prostate checked by my doctor. Who was who you talking about coming to check my prostate? Not at my house. You ain't coming to check my Sir, prostate. And, and you know what? I get this all the time. I get a lot of people that, that are in denial, a lot of men that, that, that claim that they've got Man, they my prostate it. is fine. I really? had my prostate checked just the beginning of this year, man. You don't need to come to my house checking my prostate. Sir, a lot of people, a lot of men are in denial saying that they got it checked and they got it. And a lot of times we find out they haven't. And, and and there has to be a reason. If I got you on my list and it's paid, somebody is paid. 
$125 for me to come by there and check it. Well, you should be happy you paid $125. This is the less job you have to do then because you're not coming to check my prostate. Sir, I'm going to check it. Now, I'm going to be by there tomorrow, and I'm, at 7.15, I'm putting my rubber glove on with a little bit of gel on it, and I am going to check your prostate, and then I'll let you get on to work. Well, I tell you what, that rubber glove ain't going nowhere near me, homeboy. I tell you what, you bring your ass on over to my eyes if you want to. It ain't going to be pretty, and it ain't going to be nice with you and your rubber glove. Sir, Somebody sir. might have to stick a rubber glove up your when I'm done with you. Don't be coming about my eyes talking about checking my prostate. Sir, sir, do you realize that this is the leading cause to black men? Do you realize man, that? I understand that, man. All right, but they you got ain't four, to my house three, and check three my out of prostate, five man. black men. Three out of five black men are lost every year man, because of prostate this, cancer. So you ought to be very grateful that someone is sending me by there to check it and make sure you're okay. I'm grateful that I can pay for a doctor that I go to every, every uh, once a year. Man, you don't have to come to my house talking about sticking no rubber glove up me, man. What's wrong with you? Sir, sir, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. My job is to give you a friendly call and let you know that I'm coming. All right? Yeah, I, now, tomorrow yeah. morning, listen, I don't want to hear any more of it. Tomorrow morning, I'm there at 7.15, and you're going to get your prostate checked whether you like it or not. Well, you bring on by here, then. I shall be here. You bring your bad back, you bad enough to come over here and check my prostate. You bring your on. I'm going to check on. it. So you just be ready at 7.15 that you're going to get your prostate checked. Yeah, I'll be here. I shall I'll be let you go you on to work. On. Case closed. You come on over here if you want to. You know my address and all my, what time I go to work and everything. You you bring your bad on over here if you want to. I don't care if I got to come over there, sir, and hold you down and check your prostate. I'm coming to check your prostate at 7.15 tomorrow morning. Well, I tell you what, you bring your bad on over here, you, you think you know who I am, what I need over here. You come on over here and you do what you got to do. I'm going to be what, over there tomorrow you put morning. you glove on, you're going to be checking something else besides me. You're going to be checking your own You bring your on over here if you want to see if I don't get you up out of here. Don't be coming to my house with that baby. Baby, you you tell somebody something about I need a prostate check or something. Somebody on the phone talking about I need a prostate or something. You bring your, I tell you what, I'll be here when you get here. You bring your over here. I will be there tomorrow at 7:15 in the morning. You come your over here. You walk your over here. You might be wheeled away from this. You bring your if you want to. I'm going to have my glove on tomorrow, and I'm going to be checking your prostate at 15 in the morning. You want to come out checking the prostate. You're going to be checking your own prostate, because I'm telling you what, I got something for your you come over here. You bring your bad you think you're bad enough to come over here and check something over here, you come on with it. I got one come more on thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Then what the hell you got to say to me now? You didn't tell me it's nothing. What's this you got to tell me now? Are you listening to me? Just bring your on over here, you're going to be hearing me. I'm going to be over there, but I got one more thing I want to say. Are you man, listening? What you got to say to me, man? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Who? <laughs> Who are you? Who you say you was again? <laughs> hey, man, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. Hey, this Chris Johnson, Chris Matthew Harvey, man. Hey, Tommy, boy. Man. You all right, Roger? Boy, y'all about to make me go out. I wonder who the hell gonna come out uh, of somebody's house to do a prostate check, man, on a regular basis like that, man. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, so got me, man. I, I'm going to get him back, boy. I, I can't believe he do me like that. I'm going to go over there and check his prostate. You know, I don't even think he get here checked on the regular. I want to have somebody come check mine. <laughs> hey, man, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. Anybody need checking? No. Anybody? No, man. Anybody want to be checked? Coming by your house. Huh? Come on, body. Well, it's a good thing you're trying to, yeah, yeah. to help awareness. out. Bring awareness to Is that what you're to trying it? to do? But yeah. you're not a doctor. You're not <laughs> a proctologist. Right. Yeah, but I know what I'm checking for. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do your own, right? I do my own. After okay. that first one, I got okay. this. I got this. This is crazy. <laughs> Check your own. Uh, don't try this at home, people. <laughs> Please don't try it at home. Go to a doctor. But what you can do, you can run up in Walmart and get your own prank CD. It's called Won't He Do It? Your own prank CD in Walmart right now. Won't he do it? It's sitting on the shelf. Don't pass by. Won't he do it? it? Don't pass by and look at it and say, that go Tommy. Well, it won't. Grab your one. <laughs> head to the counter. Now, what's on it again? Church folk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Church folk. I'm pranking church people. By the dawn. Steve's in a musical mood yeah, this morning. Back. Oh, he's uh-huh. singing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Miss Ann will be here with our national news coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So I'm sure you guys heard about this. We talked about it yesterday. 13 Russians were indicted for their alleged roles in trying to sway the results of the 2016 presidential election. And Putin ain't in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were indicted. Who uh-huh. indicted them? Uh, our government indicted them. The Mueller investigation. Mueller. Yeah. Okay, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are these Russians at? They're well, in Russia. They yeah. in Russia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that ain't going to be. They're going to get them over here? pressure on the Trump. Well, um, um, yeah, it, it does. Yeah. It, it shines more light on the fact that they definitely had mm-hmm. some involvement, which we all know anyway. They're just, you know, getting their proof together. Although the indictment document specifies that um, no one in the Trump campaign knowingly conspired with the accused Russians. No collusion. Yeah, no, media commentators <laughs> have characterized the announcement as the tip of the iceberg, they say. And that seems to have angered the president because uh, with that statement, you know, there's more to come. That's what that means. There's more to come. But let me the, let me ask you again. I asked you yesterday. Putin ain't in the third. <laughs> no, and if I he was. Putin ain't in the third. <laughs> if he was, they would have mentioned it, okay? okay? He wrote, this is what the president wrote, I never said... Russia did not meddle in the election. Hmm. All I said there was no collusion. Really? He lied. I believe he said that. I believe he did say that. He lied. You ain't got the lie, Chris. I know. I know. Come on, Carla. Where's that from? Where's that from? Friday. 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 You got the lie, Chris. The president said, I said it may be Russia or China or another country or group. Or it may be a 400-pound genius sitting in bed and playing with his computer. Miss Wilder Wallace is not a genius. She's not a genius. She's 400 pounds, but she's not a genius. Okay, let me (laughs) clear that up. The Russian hoax, the president says, was that the Trump campaign colluded with Russia. There's no collusion. There's no collusion. It never did. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. If we could just get to the point of just what everybody knows, that they did meddle in the election mm-hmm. and fix that and impose sanctions so it doesn't happen again. 
because there's already proof that they're trying to dabble in the 2018 midterms. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. we got to put a stop to that. He's He fights so hard against collusion because then it would make it seem as though his presidency right. is invalid. invalid. Yeah, they but the win. sanction law was passed, Steve, and Trump won't sign the bill. He won't it's sign it. He's sitting there for the Because he yeah. got money sitting yeah. over there yeah. with them boys. Right. He won't sign That's it. That's right. So the president's saying, you know, again, there's no collusion. No collusion. There's no collusion. (laughs) It's just crazy. Uh, He said a few minutes later, if it was the goal of Russia to create discord, disruption and chaos within the U.S., then with all of the committee hearings, investigations and party hatred, they have succeeded behind their wildest, beyond their wildest dreams. They are laughing their ASSs off in Moscow. First of all, I Get don't smart, think he's American. tweeting. Why are you spelling I, ass? I don't think he's you know, tweeting Shirley, what he tweets. Hold on, hold on a second, Shirley. Hold on a second. <laughs> Shirley, we have enough people on this show to not spell out ass. <laughs> okay? We have people on here that fire that off so fast. Uh-huh. I don't. Uh, um, if you get to the point where you feel as though you have to spell Throw it, just have to look at us and just not. It's four dudes right here. Fire this off for you. I'm a harsh dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, my mind has Z's on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, because, hey! <laughs> okay, well, it's reel Z's it in because we it? have to go to Miss Ann right now. What? You just saying. You can't say that and go uh-huh. to Miss Ann, yeah. can you? No, you can't. Can you go to Miss Ann right now? That was your cue. Ladies you want a duo. Here she is with oh, a nice way of putting the news. Miss Ann Tripp. Whatever. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. And Okay, here we go. Dozens of students from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in southern Florida are expected to board buses today for the trip north to the state capital, Tallahassee. The teenagers are hoping to urge lawmakers to take action to prevent new gun violence targeting the schools. In the nation's capital yesterday, some D.C. students showed solidarity with their peers in Florida by conducting a lie-in. What they did, they laid down in the street in front of the White House to protest the current gun laws. But before they did, they read off a list of the victims of school gun violence in schools over the past decade. It was a long list. Meanwhile, the couple that took in the alleged Florida shooter, Nicholas Cruz, after his mother died of the flu in November, appeared on ABC's Good Morning America yesterday. Kimberly Sneed says she and her husband knew he kept guns, as they did, but they didn't know what he was really planning, and they said they tried to make sure things were secure. They weren't allowed to be out if we weren't home or one of us wasn't home. Um, and he knew that, and to our knowledge, he never had them out. And as far as the animals goes, if he, I'm very much an animal person. Anybody who knows me knows that. There's no way I'd let anybody in my house if I thought he was torturing animals. Again, they didn't know what kind of kid he was. He was a friend of their son. Cruz appeared in court yesterday. His lawyers attempted to get part of the case sealed, but the judge made no changes. He's still being held without bail. The White House, meanwhile, now says President Trump supports a proposal designed to strengthen the federal system of background checks for potential gun buyers. That bill was introduced last year after a church shooting, but at the time, Trump was silent on it. The president's to hold what's billed as a listening session with students and teachers in Florida tomorrow. Meanwhile, the mayor pro tem of Dallas, the city where the president, President Kennedy, was assassinated and where five police officers were killed two years ago, says the NRA needs to change. The National Rifle Association is scheduled to hold a national meeting in Dallas in May. Mayor pro tem Dwayne Carraway is suggesting that they go somewhere else unless they're prepared to take some steps to protect us. The NRA needs to step up to the plate and they need to show leadership Elected officials receiving dollars and support from the NRA and afraid to set policy 
and to set the necessary gun rules and responsibilities. Caraway says he's not against gun ownership. He has five guns himself, but he says there still needs to be some common sense rules about stuff. It's official. The movie Black Panther had the hot fifth highest grossing film debut ever this holiday weekend. You're telling me that the king of a third world country runs around in a bulletproof cat suit? <laughs> The Black Panther lives. That's right, living with $361 million is what he brought in so far. Back with more entertainment in today's trending topics 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The 33-year-old LeBron James was the oldest player in the game at All-Star, and his team won over Team Steph 148 to 145. He was the oldest player? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like oh, the way they it? broke the teams up, though, man. He's 33, Steve. He be playing his tail off for that yeah, injury. Yeah. He don't look like he done lost a step at all. No. Mm-mm. But what we also loved was LeBron's clapback to uh, Fox News anchor Laura Ingram. You guys heard about this. Uh, LeBron and Kevin Durant had been criticizing President Trump, saying he doesn't care about the people he's supposed to be serving. And then uh, news, Fox News anchor Laura Ingram added her two cents and criticized them, insinuating that they were ignorant and told them to shut up and dribble. Here's LeBron's response. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. I would definitely not do that. I mean too much to um, society. I mean too much to the youth. I mean too much to the, to so many kids that feel like they don't have a way out and they need someone to help lead them out of the situation they're in. And that's why I would not just shut up and dribble because I mean too much to my two boys here, their best friend right here, my daughter that's at home, my wife, my family, and all these other kids that look up to me for inspiration and trying to find a way out. Yeah, and also, you know, her comment that they're not focusing on was this is that he was so grammatically incorrect in what he was saying. Just listen to his verbiage. She was talking about the way he sounded. And this is what happens when you don't finish high school. You know, I mean, lady, he did finish high school. (laughs) He went straight to the NBA. NBA. Right. But see, here's what people do. They confuse articulation with intelligence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, Steve. And I was sitting there listening to this, Absolutely. and the thing that I had said was, something well said doesn't have to be well spoken. Mm-hmm. I like that. Something well said don't have to be well spoken. So you're going to nitpick his comment and talk about how grammatically incorrect he was. When hold on. What he said was truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he said was fact. And what you did right there, it, that, that has racism on it. You know, you didn't you didn't finish school. You just play ball. You can't. You don't sound that well. It just goes back to the thing I say all the time. Which one of these sound best to you? <laughs> I am broke, or I'm is rich. I like I like I'm is rich. LeBron LeBron is rich. Yes. I, I'm with you when you is right. Yeah. Now she's sitting up in here. Yeah. You done went to all them schools and where you at? Mm-hmm. You doing See, the news? So just go on and you don't do that that way. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And you and and you ain't even making the money that the rest of the news people make. Since you clapping back on what your little education is, his lack of education. Uh, everybody don't have an education lady. All right, coming up, we're going to talk. I know. Coming up, we're going to talk about uh, how Black Panther is smashing all box office records. Okay? Yeah. Destroying. Back at 34 after. Won't Black do it? (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Okay, Steve, you know people are still riding high on the movie Black Panther. Yes, I mean, Black Panther! Loved it. Run, a lot run, of run, 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 run. Oh, 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 Marjorie went to see it. Oh, wow. Yeah. She love it? Marjorie's yeah, she post. loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so much support, I mean, in the black community to, to um, you know, to get this movie, to see this movie. movie I mean, they've so just, yeah. so good. Oh, you know, my God. It's a movie. I got to get me a Dashiki now, boy. Dashikis yeah. is back, baby. <laughs> they're back. They're back. <laughs> they're back. They, was, they were away for a I while, but they're back, man. Get me a Dashiki, man. I made so much money making Dashikis, man. They should make so much money. Really? really? You made yeah. Dashikis? You know, I was a tailor. Did they have yeah. pockets on? Oh, well, at first I couldn't do <laughs> you keep, You know what I'm saying? Dude, I always like to go to your weakness. You know what I'm saying? You went right to your weakness, man. Hey, man, these don't have pockets. Hey, you don't need pockets. <laughs> what do you need pockets in a dashiki for? You got a pants. Put them in Put them in your pants. Yeah, put them in your pants. Put your phone in there. You might have had no phone with a dashiki. now. Yes. Put your phone in there. You could have nothing in no, there. Wasn't nothing, nothing to put in there. In there. There's nothing to put in a dashiki. Ah, yeah, but a great movie. I just oh, want to see us all do this when it's time to vote. I love the dialect. Didn't you love the yeah, dialect? I loved everything. I loved it. Tommy, yes. did you love it? I loved it. If you speak to me that way again, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> well, I will tell you. I will feed you to my children. I will feed you my children. You know how Friday has by Felicia. That's uh, the line. Uh-huh. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. It's going to go global, man. It's going to be Hey, Auntie. Anyway, I just want us to show up. It's It's an election year. Yes. Take all this momentum. Please. They are keep they it are going. registering keep people to going. vote at the movie theater. Let's yeah, do it. Let's keep it, it going. Oh, keep it going. Yeah, uh, a lot of places are registering people to vote yeah. at the movie theater. I think people are more and more realizing that that their vote does count. Yes. What happened yes. with the election uh-huh. in Alabama yes. when they were trying to get yes. this guy in mm-hmm. here that was out here baby watching, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, at the mall. You know what, man? That's like that's Roy like Moore. really alarming to me that we are able to tolerate this in politics right now. And, you know, President Trump set the tone by admittedly saying what he said. I mean, it's on tape. I grab a woman by the pee. Uh-huh. He's in the White House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you're trying to tell me that's okay for a man to date underage girls. Forget that Alabama has this law, mm-hmm. which, oh, my God, mm-hmm. has to change. It's true. Mm-hmm. That has to change because there's not a man that I know living who is okay with their daughter, their 30, 13, 30-some-year-old 30 man mm-hmm. coming at some 15-year-old no. at no. my 15-year-old house. I come to my house, and you're 30-some years old, and... And, and you dating my daughter at 15. I'm going to light you I'm up a, at that I'm on the news. No, for real. I'm, I'm on the news. For real. Yeah. Though, yeah. I promise yeah. you. For real. You're not coming to the house, though. No, you're, no, no. You're no. doing it yeah. on the, on the no, no, no. you know, if you, if sneak. You come to the house, yeah. though. Light up time. When I find out you in here at my house <laughs> yes, yes. to see my baby. I'm on the news. And she 15, 16. Oh. Yeah. We are over TMZ. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be. What, what's that? <laughs> Luminol, they're going to be spraying luminol all over my house. I'm going to try to get the blood the off the wall. Forensic files. But it's going to be luminol yeah. getting shot in my uh-huh. house. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say I didn't knock his ass hey. out in here. Oh, look, that's some blood up there. Yeah, you're not going to need luminol because blood going to be everywhere. I'm going to come out the house. Blood going to be all over me, all in my eye. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You dripping. Hey, guys, come in here. Some blood up under the sink. Yeah, because you know, man, because you know, in all the crime scenes, 
people try to wipe down everything. That yeah. Yeah. Always miss a splatter somewhere. Yeah. And then that luminol show where you yeah. smear. When they yeah. turn them lights out, yeah. and that yeah. luminol. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I watch so much crime, you have to get up and lock your door just to be, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. I was watching the Patty Hearst story over there. Yeah, Isn't that great? I watched it. Good. I love and, it, man. Uh, I've been watching it, too. I'm going to talk about that when we yeah. come right. back. Because, Coming yeah, up. I'm going to talk yeah. about that because I, on CNN. this chick right here. He was in on it. I didn't see this. He was definitely in on it, man. Oh, oh, they didn't switch her. No, man, this wasn't no brain. This was a gift from heaven that they kidnapped her. She actually flipped. She really did. I'm going to tell you how they found them in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, and Nephew Tommy has a prank phone call when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, today's strawberry letter. You don't want to miss that. But up next, Nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. And Steve, you wanted to complete your thought about Patty yeah, Hearst. Yeah, it's just this Patty Hearst thing I've been watching. If you get a chance to watch it on oh, CNN, yeah, yeah, it's really, really yeah. interesting. Very good. How they try to portray this whole thing. She was, she just flipped. She was, she loved it. Mm-hmm. She was a rebel. Yeah, she wanted yeah, to do something yeah, crazy. Yeah. They had a blindfolded for a while, but she fell into the whole thing. I'm uh, one of y'all. Yeah. So they go into the bank, yeah. and they rob this bank, and this lady's holding a typewriter, and she's a mother of four. And the girl went in there to rob this one bank after they had gotten away with all this, uh, and she was just talking to the lady, just snatching, threatening her, and then she accidentally pumped the shotgun oh, and shot this shot woman. Yeah. Wow. But it was an accident, but she accidentally shot this wow. woman. This woman died. She should have done hard time. Yeah. A mother of four. Yeah. She should have done hard time. Patty yeah. wasn't in the bank. She outside. Tanya. She, you mean Tanya. Well, Tanya. whatever. Yeah. She was Tanya at that point. No, keep going. <laughs> Patty outside. She in the car driving. Mm. That's murder. Yeah. 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 And she yes. was an accomplice. So mm-hmm. if you're the driver, oh, yeah. the lookout, yeah. the yes. trigger man. Yeah. Change, they changed the law. If yeah. you just yeah. open yeah. the door, mm-hmm. yeah. you, you it. with them, you it. it. Yeah. You guilty. If you at the house, you you're with an them. Accomplice. Bruh, that's mm-hmm. all yeah. it is, man. She got out of all of this. Yes, mm-hmm. she did. Mm-hmm. And she and, got out of all of this because they were okay with letting this girl sell her mama and them so she got brainwashed. She told her mama I ain't get brainwashed. Yeah, she was in on it from day one, right? That's and a- they they tried to reach her, didn't they, to, to for the story? Oh, she don't want to talk now. You damn right yeah. she don't. Yeah, they reached out to Patty Hearst, but they, see that yeah. what OJ should have did. See, <laughs> once she what? <laughs> no, once you get away with it, <laughs> shut your damn yeah, mouth. Yeah. Go sit down somewhere. Yeah. Wait a what is he still you. interviewing I'm for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. what, um, okay. oh, that's what Beretta did. Beretta. What's his name? Robert Blake. Shut up. He ain't talk Shut about it. Yeah. Nothing. He ain't said a word about no, it, he man. He got rid of the pad and everything. <laughs> ain't nobody and talking. He ain't talking to no. He ain't wrote a you, book. You, he you, ain't did an interview. No, nothing. You don't know where the parrot at. <laughs> the parrot said, I saw it. Keep your heart parrot dead. Yeah. All right. And we, uh, we I know. I saw it. We go from that. He did it. You want to go more ignorant? To the nephew, yeah. Mo ignorant. I got it. I got it for you. Your drunk ass husband. Oh. Yeah. Man. Your drunk ass husband. <laughs> he got rid of the battery. Hello. You gotta hold on a minute, okay? Hello? All right. I got your phone. I'll give your wife a call. Hello. Hello. Right? right now you're inebriated, sir. Okay. Right now I should be taking you in, but I'm not gonna do that. You let me. If Hello? she's able to come and pick you up, I'll let her come get you. 
Okay. All right, Hello? Officer Brian is going to Officer Brian's going to put you in his squad car. I'm going to call your wife. I, I've, I've got the phone dialing now. All right. Okay. Hello. 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 Who is this? Hello. Who am I? Who am I speaking with, please? Who is this? This is Officer Daniel. Uh, Officer Daniel, you just called from. It, this is my husband's number. Who is the, uh, who is Officer Daniel? I am Officer Daniels, ma'am. Your, your husband's actually been pulled over, and he's been, uh, actually, he's in uh, another officer's car. He's uh, he's a little bit inebriated here, and we're trying to see about getting him picked up. I'm trying my best not to take him in today, so I'm trying to be a good Samaritan. I'm trying to get Wait, someone to come and pick him up. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up, back up. You you got my husband. Uh, I, what I got here on the driver's license is uh, Kenny, Kenny... And he's with you now. He's actually in Officer Brian's uh, squad car right now. So uh, he was actually uh, bobbing and weaving out on the road, and we pulled him over. He's not creating any problems. The young lady wasn't creating any problems. So what we're trying, what we're trying to do is get somebody to come and pick him up. You don't have my husband because my husband is at work, so he can't be in no Officer Brian or in your car. And, and okay. back up. Did you say Tim again? Did you say somebody's with Kenny? There, is, there was a young lady in the car, man. We're actually letting her go because she's not inebriated. Oh, uh, oh, from the looks oh, of it, somebody, she's calling somebody to, to pick her up now. Man, so, no, no I, I can't believe this. Kenny, I know that dirty son got no back in my car. That's my car. And you said that he had, tell me this, officer, tell me this. Look at that and tell me what she looked like. It better not be that. Better not be the one I think she is. I have no idea exactly. Excuse me, ma'am. I know. Ma'am, what, what exactly is your name? About in my car, he's supposed to be working. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Jazz. Jasmine. Okay. You're Jasmine. Okay. No, just stay there. We'll, we'll talk to you in a moment. Yeah, we're, we're, her name is Jasmine. I'm not yes, sure who yes, she is okay. in relation to Kenny, yeah. but keep him there. Me. Keep keep it. Yeah, hold him there till I get there. I'm on my way. I'm on my way right now. Hey, Bridget, I want you to watch these children for me until I get back. I'm going to see if I can give me a ride up to the truck stop, and I'll be uh, back in a minute. Hello? Yeah. Hello? I'm still here. Are, you, are, you, I'm are here. you there? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, okay ma'am, listen, I can't I can't stay here too much longer. I can I can stay here maybe another 15, 20 minutes. Somebody come get the car, and but I got to keep moving here. I'm just trying I, to do a favor and not listen, take this guy listen, in. I'm, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I got my purse in my hand. I'm on my way to that truck stop. Please don't take that nowhere because I got something for his And when I get there, I hope like hell it ain't that that's been calling me with me all through the night. Leave her there till I get there because I got some things that I need to take care of this day. Don't move the squad car till I get there. I'm on my way right now. Right now. I'll be there in a minute. I well, that took my car and picked up that today. We done had arguments over this. It better not be that. It better not. I bet you it better not be her. It better not be her. I'm on my way. I'll be there in a minute. I'll be there. Oh, oh, oh. Keep that till I get there. Okay. Well, Dean, now there's a guy that was with Kenny. Let me close my door so you can hear me better, man. Uh, yeah, there was okay. another gentleman that was in the back seat of the car that was uh, riding with Kenny and the young lady. I don't give a I know other riding with Kenny. You just make sure he's there when I get there. Okay, okay. Now, do you know who this other gentleman? Do you know uh, 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 nephew Tommy? I don't care about no nephew, nephew Tommy. 
Nephew Tommy. <laughs> Cynthia, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Your husband, Kenny, got me to prank phone call you. Man, <laughs> you got to, you got to, you, you and Kenny can kiss <laughs> Let me tell you what was just going to happen to Kenny, Nephew Tommy. I was going to go down to Bankhead in 285 and and tell him when he get home, he's still gonna. <laughs> oh. oh my God, you alright? Oh my God, now nah, I'm gonna kick. <laughs> where you at, Tom? <laughs> oh man, he told me he said, man, my wife don't play. He said, I call my know. wife, man, and prank my wife. You alright, Cynthia? I'm good, Tom. I'm good. I'm good. But what <laughs> for real though? He did work. Or he was... No, he didn't work. He didn't work. He didn't work. <laughs> He in your car at work. He works. You better be at work. <laughs> hey, baby, tell me this. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. I don't know. Sometimes you got to get your drunk ass husband, you know? You have to, wow. you have to control your drunk ass husband. Come and get your drunk ass husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to do it. Won't he do it? Prank CD in Walmart today. Get your copy right now. Hey, coming up at the top of the hour. What about your pastor, Bishop Alma? You want? Oh Lord! You, know, you want to get him pranked? <laughs> hey man, some of these pastors just have a. You're gonna get cussed out, though. Yeah, yeah I'm just don't, saying. don't. You go down there with Bishop yeah, Alma if you want Alma, to. You gonna find out something about real manhood over there. He's he ain't gonna truth. play with you. Okay, he's gonna this, let you have. You ain't got nothing else to do. Okay, uh. that's fine. But I'm gonna run it come Monday when I get through, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's play from East St. Louis, Illinois. They don't play. Okay, just telling you that. Never had recess. Why? Because they don't play. They don't play in East St. Louis. They ain't got nowhere to play. Uh, okay. yeah. All play. right. Coming up at the top of the hour today, Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice with your situation, all you have to do is submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. Steve and I could read your letter on the air. We're going to get to the letter in just a second. Steve, so you met Steph Curry and his dad? Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, you met Steph on the show. Uh, uh-huh. we celebrity family feud. It was Chris Paul's family oh. against Steph Curry's mm-hmm. family. Oh, nice. And okay. uh, when I was coming out of my bungalow, which is across the parking lot, mm-hmm. they were getting nice out trailer. of nice the. One too. Don't get away from the story. Right, well, we want to hear both of these. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't do trailers often. Do bungalow. He don't do trailer yeah. no more. Back to the Steph Curry story, Focus please. Yes. With a kitchen in it? A bungalow? It's a, a kitchen. kitchen in the bungalow? Yeah, kitchen oh, in the park it? a star. <laughs> you park right up to the... Right All those there. stars got trailers. <laughs> and got out. No, no, I shared the trailer. Outdoor lounge courtyard, yeah. Yeah, lounge area. Outdoor courtyard? A lounge area? Yes, yeah. outdoor cigar lounge. Outside your bungalow? A cigar bungalow? lounge? Yeah. He's famous so you, and rich. Yes, we know. So yeah, but we ain't heard these stories, Carl. I'm sorry. But you're we a friend for 100 years. years. That's because it's hard to have y'all up around there because this type of action. Exactly. Damn. All these young. What is this right here? Can I touch that? <laughs> All right, come on, so Steve. So anyway, uh, I'm walking across the parking lot from mm-hmm. the bungalow going into the studio, and uh, Steph Curry's getting out the car. And my guys go, hey, man, there goes Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. So I turn. He said, oh, gee, what's up? I said, Steph, what's up, man? How you doing? What a pleasure to meet you, man. You be balling, blah, 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 blah. I said, man, I thought your father was coming. He said, hey, is his daddy got out the car. I acted a fool. Oh, sure that was your guy. Dale right Curry. <laughs> <laughs> the 
dog, I'm I'm like four years older than Steph's daddy. Oh, Dale wow. Curry, oh. 57. That was my generation. We was in the same clique. Uh-huh. He got out the car. We was dapping each other, man, like we knew. What's up? <laughs> he said, my blank, my blank. What's up? What's up? That's how y'all talk to yeah. each other. He said, my blank, what's up, boy? What's up, my blank, my blank? My I'm blank. I said, my... what's up, man? I'm sitting over here, so Steph Curry said, Damn. <laughs> what about me? Well, his, his mother, his, his mother's gorgeous, man. She oh, got yeah, out the yeah. car. Beautiful. She said, uh-huh. I knew when he met you what he was going to be. Because he, he think he you at the house. <laughs> oh, he think he you. He started smiling. Boy, you be dressing. I be trying to go get it. <laughs> I said, Dale Carey used to come out the tunnel and start shooting. Yeah. He shoot. Out the right. tunnel. Wow. Yeah, and Steph Curry, say, Steph Curry said, that's why I got it for him. He got me into all this. He showed me this. I Aww. said, man, I just never seen nobody with a jump shot like this. Steph Curry got the sweetest jumper I've ever so seen in the history of the basketball. And he ain't that tall. No. But oh, he he got them handles, and he just get one step away from you, ah. and he gone. Exactly. It's the thing I like, though, I, I love when he shoot it yeah. and walk at off. a three-point and turn and go the other way. <laughs> yeah. Do you yes. know, in all my life, you, you have to wait. I've never shot a basketball and been able to turn around knowing and just it know was going to go in. Yeah. See, where you going? You need to rebound. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> that was my thing. Shoot and follow. <laughs> How tall is he, though? You said he's not that tall. He ain't that tall, man. I was looking in his eyes. He's about 6'3", maybe. Oh. Ain't that tall. Ain't that, that's pretty tall. 6'3"? <laughs> You gotta be He's kidding a giant. me! I'm for basketball. Six three. I'm sorry. That's a giant. I forgot who I was talking to. Talking to Tommy, man. Six three. He ran at his knees, man. Hey, man. Are you kidding me? Six hey, three. Hey, let me tell you. So one show I had the Major League uh, Baseball players against NBA insiders. Mm-hmm. So Ernie Johnson, mm-hmm. the head of NBA insiders, Kennedy Jet Smith, Charles Barkley. Shaquille O'Neal, wow. mm-hmm. all on one side. Boy, that celebrity feud right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, you should have been at this one. Peace fools was ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing so hard with Barkley and Shaq. <laughs> Man, that was one of the best times I ever had. <laughs> all right, Steve, let's go to Letter Nephew. Come on. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The Strawberry Letter. Subject, an 18-year-old boy who knows no limits. Hi, Steve and Morning Crew. I am writing this letter because I am in total disbelief. My son, who is 18, knows no limits. My husband and I have built quite a collection of porn DVDs. I had noticed over the years that some had walked away but never really paid it any attention. Now I realize we are down to four DVDs. Four he is my only child and my husband's stepson. When my son was younger, I caught him looking at porno on my TV while I was asleep. I kicked his butt. He is the only one here that could have taken them. My question is, is it normal that a young man would steal porno DVDs knowing that his parents had watched and enjoyed them? <sighs> I feel I should confront his behind, no matter how embarrassing this situation is. I would not dare creep into my parents' sex lives when I was his age. First of all, it would be disgusting. You you know, young men, Steve. What do you think? Jokes aside, signed, utterly <laughs> no, disgusted. <you> didn't. <laughs> All right, utterly disgusted. Uh, you did catch him when he was younger watching it on TV. So I don't know why you wouldn't be, uh, uh, why you wouldn't suspect him now. I mean, it, it seems 
he is the one who did it, okay? To your question, is it normal for a young man to steal porn? And my question is, is anything normal going on at your house? Or, or maybe this is normal to him. You guys have been doing it since he was little, so he probably thought nothing of it. You know, I don't know that he placed a judgment on who who watches them and who enjoys them. He probably just wanted to do the same thing, watch them and enjoy them. You know, I, I don't really know an answer to this, really. He knows no limits. He's 18. He's, I, I don't know. Steve? Oh, you just threw with this. I know. <laughs> I don't know what to say, know what to, say to them. You. I really because don't. Because really, this letter's kind of yeah. stupid. And then we we'll deal with it. Let's just deal with it ask what it is. This letter's stupid. <laughs> okay, cool. First of all, you're pointing the finger at the wrong person all throughout the letter. You got an 18-year-old that knows no limits. I think we got a set of parents that don't know no damn limits. <laughs> That's who don't see the limit. First of all, my husband and I had built quite a collection of porn DVDs. Mm. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I'm happy for you. But then you say, you've noticed over the years that some had walked away but never really paid any attention. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. You and your husband built quite a collection of DVDs. It's only one per other person living in the house. Yeah. And you notice they walking away, but you don't pay it any attention. <laughs> you, any woman would have go, is my husband taking these DVDs to work? <laughs> What's he is, doing? Am He's I, selling them? Is he sharing these DVDs with someone else? And then you come down to the conclusion that it's your son taking them. Mm-hmm. But you, you got to come to that conclusion, but you don't pay that no attention because y'all so busy getting your freak on with the DVD collection. Okay. When yeah. I come back, I got some more news for you, too. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, subject of the strawberry letter, yeah. an 18-year-old uh, boy who knows no limits. Here's this little boy that <laughs> got into his mother and father's uh, porn, collection. porn collection of DVDs. Now, the lady didn't say anything. They had a big, sizable collection. Then when it gets down to four, she wants to, bl- now it's the boy who's taking them. Who else did you think was taking them? Yeah. And uh, why would you wait so long? And now she caught the boy looking at porn on my TV and then kicked his butt and then she asked me, is it normal that a young man would steal porno DVDs knowing? Here, here's, here's a troubling thing about this letter. Is it normal that a young man would steal porno DVDs knowing that his parents had watched and enjoyed them? Mm-hmm. What, difference, what difference do it make if you was using them for scientific study? I know. <laughs> what, what, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> yeah. The fact that he has the DVDs mm-hmm. is the deal. That's what he but wants to do. But the fact that he can get to the DVDs. His where, daddy understands. Where are y'all at? <laughs> mm-hmm. And now... This whole thing, she signs this letter utterly disgusted. She's disgusted because she says, now listen to this. I would not dare creep into my parents' sex lives when I was his age. First of all, it would be disgusting. Okay, granted. Nobody wants to walk in their room and see their mama legs. All right, let's just get that out. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. No, hold on. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're really keeping it real. No, I mean, honestly. <laughs> I'm pulling I mean, back all the, the covers. I don't I mean, even want the visual. I mean, really. but really, nobody want to walk in and see their mama. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now, I got that. But you're saying that I wouldn't dare creep into my parents' sex life. First of all, it would be disgusting. Signed, utterly disgusted. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, ma'am. 
why are you not ashamed of this? Yeah. How is this just disgusting to you? How is it that all you can do is be disgusted with your son that he would be watching tapes that he knew me and my husband had enjoyed together? He don't know why y'all got the tapes. All he know is they in the house and y'all must think it's all right. So now he think it's all right. And is it normal for an 18-year-old boy? Lady, let me help you to say about 18-year-old boys. Please, <laughs> let me help you understand something. <laughs> if you think it's just at the DVD stage, you out of your mind. <laughs> Do you know why an 18-year-old boy is watching the DVD? Because he got it on his mind. But let me tell you something. He didn't had it on his mind since he was 14. Okay. His body is doing some things while he mm-hmm. sleeps. He, him and them DVDs is dreaming together. <laughs> he is, he is the most with himself at night. That's a good way to put it. With now. them DVDs, he's having a relationship <laughs> with, with several people in them DVDs <laughs> while he sleep. <laughs> All right, Steve, we gotta get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at my girl Shirley, and please join me this coming Thursday at 1:30 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook Live for the Strawberry Letter After. And show. you can catch me. I'll be in the screen in the background. Yeah, just being a distraction. <laughs> I'll be looking good. On <laughs> <laughs> strawberry Letter Live After Show coming up this Thursday, 1:30 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook live. All right, switching gears now. We were all so busy. Well, you guys were, I know, watching the All-Star game, um, trying to figure out what was going on. We talked about this earlier with Fergie and this national anthem. <laughs> oh, she tore it up. Uh, no. She did. <laughs> while it was she was singing, breathy. Yeah, I started undressing. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you? Yeah, in my office watching it on TV. <laughs> Next thing I know, off. I ain't had no shirt on. I said, if she keeps singing like this, <laughs> Cause it, cause it just looked like something go down. Stupid. <laughs> you see? Wow. Oh boy. Yeah. She was a. Uh, I had I to take a shower after that. On. Yeah. Wow. You got a shower after I had that. A shower after that. That was just too much. Yeah. Let me drop a little call on you though, just to make you feel good. Can I drop a little call, Lewis? On you? Because this, this is the greatest worst of all time. Yeah, greatest right. worst. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's gone. Oh, 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 you know why he did that all Can so long? You see, you flat boy. <laughs> mm. Uh oh. Uh oh. For the land of the free. Stay down. Stay down. Everybody that? know you' supposed to go up right. And the land of the free. That's the worst one ever. It is. That boy went, and the Uh-oh. land of the <laughs> free. I had never heard that before. You never heard that? I can't believe no. that, Carla. Uh-oh. No. Carla. Yes, yeah, Steve. You ain't I ever ne- heard this song? <laughs> no. no. You ain't no. never heard I, Carla Lewis? Uh-oh. No, I had never. I, I Now I know, but yeah. prior to y'all telling me Uh-oh. about it, absolutely not. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Give me a chance now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. No, oh, you're wait. doing him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. He did this one time. He said, he didn't know. He said, mm. 
Yeah. He hit a note and his ass said, Mm. He surprised mm. himself. Damn. Mm. Oh, that, where that came from? That boy tasted that note. Let. Mm. 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 You know, when you do that to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but boy, bad. let me tell y'all something. On March 1st, Showtime with the Apollo is back. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing y'all the promo. Gosh, to watch. You're clowning. Let me tell you You're something. You're clowning this season. I believe. Uh-huh. Which one was it? That I'm more ignorant uh-huh. at sixty than I was when I first got on, cause what? I didn't I didn't know what my limits was yes. back then. I don't I got I got I don't give a damn yeah. shows now. That's a no brainer that you're yeah you're you're way worse oh, now, crazier I, now. Boy, I t- <laughs> you got to see this ventriloquist that comes on. It's a white lady. Oh, oh you got a ventriloquist on? This oh, ventriloquist God. came on the show. It's one of the worst. If boys. I wasn't there, then I wouldn't believe that he was telling. I can't even tell you, <laughs> yeah. but this is one of the worst. If I have, if you want to hear the story, I'll tell it to you. All right. Uh, when Steve, we come back, he suffers from anxiety. Yeah. Just remember that for okay. when we come back. When we come no. back, Steve's going to tell us his Apollo story. Oh, man. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we're back. Now, you set us up with a story about <laughs> Apollo. Okay, Just... you've got to see this ventriloquist that comes on the show. Uh-huh. It's a white lady, and mm-hmm. her dummy is white. Mm-hmm. Black eyes. Now, <laughs> that's okay. That's happened before, and it went really well. Mm-hmm. But the Apollo audience now, instead of the contestants coming from the side of the stage, they come from the back of the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we have the log that you're supposed to rub at the top of the steps. Okay. So they oh. come down on the le- my left side of the stage. They come down the aisle. They walk up steps and they rub the log. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't rub the log, you already know bad your, your day is starting right. going. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a whole story behind the tree. I'll give you that some other right. time. So <laughs> here she comes down out. Now the producers have come to me before this woman walks out and goes, Steve, we're gonna have to take it easy on her. She suffers from anxiety. Mm-hmm. Well, why is she? So I said, <laughs> what you want me to do? I mean, you want me to interview her softer? I said, oh, I can't. Oh, you want me to tell the audience? Oh, no, 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 no. You can't tell the audience. I said, well, this ain't going to help. <laughs> I said, because it's the audience we need to talk to. No. It ain't me. I'm just going to interview. <laughs> Man, it's these people that control what stay out these here. People. It's who we need to tell mm, this to. Really to okay, help. Steve, I don't think legally... We can say that she has oh, okay. a mental disorder. Uh-huh. Oh, what the, okay, but I said, but can I tell y'all something? Uh-huh. This ain't the place to come. <laughs> at all. It's something it's the wrong, wrong with show. you. Right. Yeah. If you have something wrong with you. You don't need to be at Apollo. This ain't where you need <laughs> to come. <laughs> Not on stage. No video. So she comes down the aisle. Mm-hmm. The mannequin is white. Now, she didn't decide since she coming to the Apollo. She going to dress the dummy black. Uh-uh. So she puts a, a really bad Afro wig on the dummy. But the front of the dummy hair still sticking out. So you can see the white, regular straight hair <laughs> under this Afro. <laughs> and then she put a do-rag on his head and a jean outfit. Uh-huh. Soon as she came down the aisle, black people are tight. Now the balcony can't see her yet because she coming down the aisle. But the people down there is just, you know, they mumbering. It's roaring. What the hell is going on? Oh, I know start. They're going to come up here. Then she came up, uh-huh. and she forgot right away to rub the law. Oh. So the booing starts. Okay. Soon as the booing starts, the anxiety is in full blast. I'm talking about, man, this woman is, 
She's panic. shaking. She's the dummy, the mouth of the dummy just opened wide up. <laughs> like the dummy, the dummy said, ow, oh, hell no. Nah. Both hairstyles is out. Oh, the afro is cocked. The white hair sticking up money. And the mouth of the dummy is wide open. Like, now she done forgot. She's a ventriloquist. She says, oh my God. Give give us a chance. <laughs> and the dummy wants no part of this. <laughs> the dummy mouth wide open. Uh-huh. So the booing is cascading oh down now. God, and God. I mean, the booing is so hard. I'm looking at him like, man, y'all. <laughs> I wanted to say, she got anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to try to yeah, stop it, but it was too late. The uh-huh. booing started. I never interviewed her nothing. She ran off stage. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Wait. She on the side of the stage. Okay. Also. Wow. No, not, she, not back down the aisle. No, no. no. She okay. ran off on the side of the stage. Okay. Where you go when you get booed. When you get booed, you can walk off the Now, Sandman ain't even came out yet. Because hmm. that's how ugly it done got. She just <laughs> runs off. Now, she's over on the side of the stage. I can see her. Mm-hmm. They trying to get medical attention. This woman is shaking so bad. She ain't doing nothing but holding the dummy by his ass. <laughs> the dummy has no life in him. The dummy just upside God. down. She got his hand on his ass. So I try to calm the crowd down. I go over there to see if the lady okay. She's not. Aww. They're talking about ambulance, all this here, because they don't know what to do. Yeah. They back there tripping. She might have to so I come back. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why you did. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, y'all, y'all, hey, stop. I'm the only person. At down. the Apollo, that uh-huh. they will not boot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Steve, Steve Harvey, the only one. Uh-huh. Everybody else gets so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> what? Now, Kat, you're going to have to bleep this because it's the only way I can tell it. So I said, hey, y'all, let me share something with you. Mm-hmm. I said, the producers came to me and told me about a problem she had. I said, I wanted to share the problem with you all, mm-hmm. but the producers told me not. So if she can get herself together, I'm going to bring her back out. But you all will be aware of the problem that she has. So the dude say, what is it? <laughs> so I said, <laughs> so I said, she, she suffers from anxiety. Uh-huh. They fell out last. He said, uh-uh, Steve, this Harlem. <laughs> that, we all got anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> what else you got? Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh, Steve. This call him. <laughs> that. We all got anxiety. I love it. Oh, then, man. After it was over with, the dude said, Steve, what is anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny right no. there. <laughs> after it was over with, Steve, what is anxiety? <laughs> I said, Hey man, I don't, I don't. So this lady was a nurse. She stood up and told him. She said, "Yeah, you're okay, then. Uh-huh. Yeah, hey, I don't care. That's funny. Go, oh go, go get her, Steve. <laughs> yeah, no. no, this woman was through. She was she gone. Was done. No, no, she, she was, was done. done. No, she was. Wow. It was. A, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. She oh, had wow. a nightmare. She probably still having nightmares. No, seriously, yeah. man. She she's in trouble. Well, uh, Apollo, this new season March first, March first, baby. March 1st, on a Apollo. Thursday. On Y'all, Fox. listen to mm-hmm. me. It's prime time. I have been telling them for years that the Apollo should be on prime time. Oh, no, 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 no. Then here come American Idol. Here come The Voice. Yeah. Here come all of that. 
But the Apollo is the real, the oh, real. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. That's where it all came from. Mm-hmm. And a lady come to me. Well, the bar, the booing is barbaric. Nah, that's just what we do up here. We the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Fox was trying to figure it out. I said, well, think we ought to just do it? Yeah, then we don't need no judges. Uh-huh. The audience is the judge. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. You don't need mm-hmm. Simon, you don't need nobody. And they usually right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. They really are. All right, Steve, uh, coming up, you wanted to tell us about uh, what you gave up for Lent. We'll talk about that, too, when Uh-oh. we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're in uh, the beginning, kind of, uh, or the second week or so of Lenten season, Steve. And normally, another okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. And normally, when we talk about Lent, you that's don't that's the end participate. of Monday. Is that the end of Monday? Lent. Ash Wednesday. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ash yeah. Wednesday starts Lent. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, Steve, uh, you were going to tell us what you gave away, what you gave up for Lent this year. This is what I gave up for Lent. Uh, what this going to be? And I'm extending it throughout the year. Because okay. people give up different things, you know, food things. I'm not purchasing a single cigar for lit and for the rest of the year. I will purchase not a single cigar. Okay. Well, hold now, on. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many you got at home? The catch yeah, yeah. is, yeah, yeah, you're still How many smoking. you got at home? You're just not going to buy anymore. Yeah, I just ain't going to buy Yeah. It. Now, will you receive cigars <laughs> if they give them to you? That's the problem. Too many people give yeah, me cigars. Yeah, they give you cigars. Uh-huh. Well, then you have to shut it down. Give shut do what down? You got to say I'm not taking any more cigars. No, you, you, hey dog, you that's giving up. Give that's giving up. I said I wasn't gonna buy them. <laughs> but if you get them for free, that's like still buying them. But I give them to people. No, I can't. You can't <laughs> stop my re-gifting but, program. But normally, I would hey, think. Hey, wait a minute. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're judging whoa, on your list. No, I'm just whoa, asking. You're whoa, ready to ask you something. Whoa, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. When I said whoa, where, I mean whoa. Where in the Bible uh-huh. does it say judge ye not? <laughs> Let you be judged. Because I'm trying to figure out how all of a sudden who a person who has never given anything up for lit. <laughs> Is deciding to give up something for lit. Now we got a problem with the gear. You're giving up not buying any more cigars. For the rest of the year, I will not purchase a cigar. And I'm going to places. That's your humidor. Uh, where no. I normally, like when on my summer vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm in Europe. I go there to buy. Okay. All right. So you're not going to buy. Is that an expensive, very expensive habit? They got cigars that's $200 a stick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me ask you something. Wow, Did you give up expensive. not giving me no more sticks for Lent? No, I'm okay, going cool. I'm, I'm to right. give stuff away. <laughs> all right. That's all I want to make. But for me, that's big. I don't know where y'all at with it, you know. Okay. Judgmental ass. <laughs> well, that's why good. I thought you were going to give up something tough like cussing or something like that. No. Now, why would I give that's up cussing? <laughs> Explain <laughs> that to me. I would never do it. Remember the day? No, I would never do it. Oh, you tried to give up cussing? Oh, yeah. I didn't cuss one time for three days. Man, I had so many migraines. Your stomach was in knots. <laughs> Dog, I was nauseous. Because nauseous? people was people were saying stuff to me. But no cussing diet. And man, and I mean, but they was taking advantage of me. <laughs> and they was just saying stuff to me and yeah. I was <laughs> and nothing would come out. Because once I found out if I quit cussing, uh-huh. pretty much talking. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't uh, cuss on TV. ain't no feeling. I know, but uh, on no, the radio, in the breaks. Yeah, or on see, the radio. But on a lot of my day-to-day conversations with dudes, I know uh-huh. the the opening word is usually, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, you know, blanket, the big blank. one, blanket, blank. the big one. What's yeah. up? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blankety blank, what's up? I get a lot of them, and it don't yeah, bother me. It's very... I got open with something. All right. You know, I'm not normally, I don't cuss or nothing like you that. Have, but this though. one made me so angry, though. You President have. Trump says Oprah is insecure. Yeah. Go on and cuss here, sir. Go on and cuss here. Oprah is insecure. Oprah is insecure. I mean, that's the... <laughs> he got a lot of yeah, nerve. <laughs> you know, she hosts a segment of uh, 60 Minutes on CBS. Uh, she's She asked a panel of Michigan voters about Trump's first year in office. Segment was actually a follow-up to another six months ago in which the same people, same 14 people, appeared on the show. Uh, although the group was split evenly between Trump supporters and Trump detractors, the president seemed to feel the whole thing was just biased, okay? So he went after Oprah. Uh, he tweeted, uh, this was what he tweeted Sunday night, this was late, just watched a very insecure Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> who at one point I knew very well. Uh, uh, interview a panel of people on 60 Minutes. The questions were biased and slanted, the facts incorrect. Hope Oprah runs so she can be exposed and defeated, just like all of the others. That's what he tweeted. <laughs> and we all know that Oprah Bruh. said she's not going to run. Bro, listen to me. Yeah, come on now. If, if do- and Donald Trump is going to run again. Oh, yeah. Of course. But let me explain something to you. If this country elects Donald Trump again. for a second term, we are then morally bankrupt, period. Mm-hmm. Now, he lost the first election in a majority vote, Popular right? Votes. If the Democratic Party does not learn from their mistakes, first of all, the reason Trump is president is because the Republican Party spent eight years hating President Obama and they spent no time developing a new candidate. The Democrats are doing the same. That's what I was about to ask you. Who do we have? No, we have no one. No one. Because right now what we're doing is we're spending every day hating Donald Trump, trying to dislodge and stop anything he do, put all the negative spin on everything he do, which don't take much. Instead of putting a plan together. And instead of who is going to be our candidate. Well, that's why Oprah came up in the first place, because we have no one. But she's not. if, If they can get Joe Biden. I'd vote in a minute. Mm-hmm. If they could get Joe Biden to run, they would have a shot. Yeah. Ooh, the sound bites would be excellent. Man. Yeah. With Joe Biden. Yeah. Blankety yeah. blank Trump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, Joe. <laughs> Fight, go with it. He go gangsta on you now. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he will. He go gangsta on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you think, he can do, you think he's up to it though? I, that's he, what I don't know, because he did run for president, you know, years ago. He's yeah, a long time. And ago. he lost. Yeah. But um, you think I Hillary? Know. You think Hillary will come back? No. no. Oh no. no! Oh no! no. no. Oh no! Oh no! Mm-hmm. Oh, dogs! You can never run a third time. You ain't Hubert Humphrey. Them days, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you this right here. Can I ask you a question when we come back? Are you all familiar with the carnivals? I saw story. Yep. Oh, the yeah, big the fight, fight on the carnival. Yeah, I heard about oh, that. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, can you all give me that information okay. when we come back? All right. Because what happened on the carnival cruise? That it was a huge How you fight. Get mad on, on a carnival. Oh, I thought you were supposed to party. They were fighting security, oh, the yeah. crew. Uh, Everything. Uh, yeah, people were fighting each other. It was crazy. Yeah. Did you see that yesterday, Steve? Did you watch No, that? man. When did, how did, that's what I was oh. trying oh, to figure out. Oh, that was great, man. Hold on. Hold on. All right, when we come back, we're going to. You want to talk about the Carnival Ooh. Cruise fight? I want to we... talk about that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We talked about this Carnival Cruise situation. This is kind of what happened. It doesn't necessarily say 
how it got started, but a 10-day carnival cruise of the South Pacific... 10 days? That's too long anyway. ...turned into a floating <laughs> fight club last week when a series of brawls broke out on board. What, a fight? Up to okay. 30 passengers were injured. Hold on, let me take some notes. Okay. Where, what, where, where was they Ten going? 10-day carnival cruise of the South Pacific... Right there. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. ...turned into a floating fight club last week when a series of brawls broke out on board. Up to 30 passengers were injured on what some have described as the cruise from hell. All right. I've been on the cruise from hell. Go right ahead. The cruise. <laughs> You're not going to do it. You're not. <laughs> yeah, he did. I just got yeah, he did. it. Did he did. Oh, I just he got did it. it. I, uh, <laughs> I was a little late on that one, Jay. But I just got that one. The, the cruise line later apologized, Steve. Some guests essentially locked themselves in their rooms aboard the Carnival Legend to avoid the violence, several outlets reported. Uh, fights have been going on for a few days now. 23 passengers were removed by police during an unscheduled stop in Eden, Australia mm-hmm. for yeah, disruptive yeah, right and violent acts. I start okay. them. Now, you ready for uh-huh, me now? Yeah. Because I can bring clarity to Okay, wait. Please. At least one person can be seen on video giving the finger to the ship from a police boat. <laughs> now, this is according to Australia's Nine News. One passenger told Nine News that there were multiple fights with aggressors threatening to stab people and throw them overboard. All right, let me bring some clarity to okay, this. Yeah. <laughs> All of my radio listeners, y'all can chill. Mm-hmm. This is not about us. Okay. <laughs> this ain't us. First of all, they was in the South Pacific. Right. Uh-huh. We don't even go there. <laughs> That's Asia, Malaysia, the Philippines. We went to Philippines last year for Miss America, for Miss Universe. Yeah. Not a single black person over there. So we can relax. They describe this as a floating fight club. Yeah. When black people get on boats, we be still. <laughs> yeah. We not in there fighting. Mess around. They'll go mess around. Turn it over. <laughs> so, first of all, you better get your ass still. Stay up. You making the boat rock. First of all, that's a, I'm, all these things lets me know there were no blacks involved with that. And then that was the next description was that was a series of brawls. Yeah, 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 it wasn't just one. We is one ass whooping people. <laughs> <laughs> we, we threw out. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Disco, cause we fights till it's a yeah. winner. Yeah. yeah. So we ain't gotta come uh-huh. back tomorrow. You threw? No, no, no. We don't come back. We one ass whooping people. Uh-huh. So that series of brawls. These are people that don't know how to close a fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't know how to win a fight. The next thing I knew. Come on. The guests were locking themselves in the cabin on the boat. That's right. After that first big boat ride we had coming over here, we're not getting locked in no damn well on another damn ship. That right there, my friends, has no appeal to us. Uh-huh. You want me to tell you one more thing? And uh, Go ahead. The company, the company, meaning Carnival Cruise Line, said that they were offering passengers a 25% credit on future cruises. We're not coming back. <laughs> we want all our money we'll back. never get another black person on that boat. 25% off. Right. Come back out here. <laughs>
<laughs> you already know we can't swim. That's why I'm fighting on the damn boat. Mess around and fall off this damn thing. <laughs> you rocking the boat. <laughs> yes, you're right, Steve. Yeah. Several travelers have already declined that offer. So black people relax. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do uh, we'll be back with yeah. more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So I'm sure you guys heard about this. We talked about it yesterday. 13 Russians were indicted for their alged roles in trying to sway the results of the 2016 presidential election. And Putin ain't in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were indicted. Who uh-huh. indicted them? Uh, the, our government indicted them. The Mueller investigation. Mueller. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are these Russians at? They're well, in Russia. They yeah. in Russia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that ain't. They're going to get them over here? pressure on the Trump well, um, um. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. It, it shines more light on the fact that they definitely had mm-hmm. some involvement, which we all know anyway. They're just, you know, getting their proof together. Although the indictment document specifies that um, no one in the Trump campaign knowingly conspired with the accused Russians. No collusion. Yeah, no, media commentators <laughs> have characterized the announcement as the tip of the iceberg, they say. And that seems to have angered the president because uh, with that statement, you know, there's more to come. That's what that means. There's more to come. But let me the, let me ask you again. I asked you yesterday. Putin ain't in the third. <laughs> no, and if I he was, Putin ain't in the third. <laughs> if he was, they would have mentioned it. Okay? okay. He wrote. This is what the president wrote. I never said Russia did not meddle in the election. Hmm. All I said there was no Really? I believe he said that. I believe he did say that. He lied. You ain't got the lie, Chris. I know. I know. Come on, Carla. Where's that from? Where's that from? You ain't Friday. Got the lie. Friday. 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 You ain't got the lie, Chris. The president said, I said it may be Russia or China or another country or group, or it may be a 400-pound genius sitting in bed and playing with his Miss Wilder Wallace is not a genius. She's not a genius. She's 400 pounds, but she's not a genius. Okay, let me (laughs) clear that up. The Russian hoax, the president says, was that the Trump campaign colluded with Russia. There's no collusion. There's no collusion. It never did. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. If we could just get to the point of just what everybody knows, that they did meddle in the election mm-hmm. and fix that and impose sanctions so it doesn't happen again. Because there's already proof that they're trying to dabble in the 2018 midterms. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. we got to put a stop to that. He's He fights so hard against collusion because then it would make it seem as though his presidency right, is invalid. Yeah, yeah. they helped But the sanction win. law was passed, Steve, and Trump won't sign the bill. He won't it's sign it. He's sitting there for the long Because he yeah. got money sitting yeah. over there yeah. with yep, them boys. He won't right. sign that's it. That's right. So the president's saying, you know, again, there's no collusion. No collusion. There's yeah. no collusion. Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. Uh, he said a few minutes later, if it was the goal of Russia to create discord, disruption, and chaos within the U.S., then with all of the committee hearings, investigations, and party hatred, they have succeeded behind their wildest, beyond their wildest dreams. They are laughing their ASSs off in Moscow. First of all, I Get don't smart, think he's America. tweeting. Why are you spelling I, ass? I don't think he's you know, tweeting Shirley, what he tweets. Hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. Shirley, <laughs> we have enough people on this show to not spell out ass. 
<laughs> okay. We have people on here that fire it. that off so fast. Uh-huh. I don't. Uh, um, if you get to the point where you feel as though you have to spell, throw it, it to somebody. Just look at us and just not. It's four dudes right here. Fire this off for you. I'm a harsh dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, my mind has Z's on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, because- hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, you don't want to miss Steve Harvey's closing remarks. It is something in it for everyone, I guarantee you. Closing remarks when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are back. Last break of the day. It was a good day, wouldn't you guys say? What a day. Yeah, covered a lot of ground today. So much going on right now. We talked about movie. We talked about racing. Black Panther. Black Panther. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know, we didn't want to leave you with just that. We also have, uh, we're going to put a button on it with Steve's closing remarks. He always yeah. has something insightful for uh, us. Here's something I was thinking about over the weekend. Mm-hmm. In light of the shooting down in Florida, another tragedy, um, I've been listening to the politicians and what they say. And one of the stands that the Republican Party has taken is, is that the argument that they've had for years is, There's no way to police the 5 million assault rifles that's already out on the streets. So for us to try to curtail that, it's nearly impossible. How do we get and go from house to house trying to confiscate the 5 million assault rifles that's already out there? That's their argument. Well, Don Lemon said it best. Nobody's trying to take the 5 million off the street. But how do we stop them from selling six million? See, the five million that's out there and got us to this point. How many people in churches got to die? How many people in schools got to die? How many people going to watch the movie got to die? How many people go to enjoy an outdoor concert got to die before we do something about these assault rifles that's out here? About our gun laws. So, I was sitting up here thinking, if the NRA is the largest lobbyist in D.C., they are the lobbyist. They give more money to the Republican National Committee than does anyone else because the Republican National Committee stands on the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. Okay, well, let's not knock the Second Amendment because I don't want to piss anybody off. But let's talk about this, though. So since all of these people who run benefit from the campaign contributions of the NRA, the National Rifle Association, which represents all of the gun makers, Smith & Wilson's, Cobalt, uh, 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 Chester. Beretta, Chester, all of them, they repeatedly sell these guns. So since they control their best interest, which is to sell as many guns as they can to make as much profit as they can, how do these congressmen and senators keep taking this money? Well, because they control them by saying this. If you vote or bring up any legislature that knocks down the Second Amendment, what we'll do is we'll stop making contributions. We'll make sure that you won't get a dollar towards your campaign, and we will take those money and, and direct it over immediately to those who are running against you. We'll put another Republican, we'll put another Republican in place of you who will do this. 
So that's how they control them. So let's take, for example, in Florida, where this incident happened, who's been real quiet about this whole thing is Mark Rubio. Oh, who couldn't stand Donald Trump. Talked about how unqualified he was and he should be president. Well, he's been pretty quiet about this, but the students at that school ain't been quiet about it too because they happen to know that Rubio has had $3 million in contributions given to him through the National Committee, through the National Rifle Association, all right? So now here's the deal. So how do we combat the system? We who are regular people, who are everyday people, can go to each politician that's running and we can say this to them. If you don't put a gun law in place, if you don't come up with a comprehensive plan, bipartisan, that will make everybody happy, including us, we're not going to vote for you. Now, I don't give a damn who done put the money behind you. They can't buy our vote because these are our kids. Imagine if the voters got together and said, until we find politicians who are going to put forth some type of gun control, I don't care if it's bipartisan, that can help us feel safer sending our children to school, going to our churches, going to watch a movie, and going to concerts outside. We are not going to vote for you unless we hear your plan for gun control. Now, the NRA can take that money and redirect it over to the other candidate too, but he's going to be held to the same task. If you, who they've decided to put their money up behind, do not come to us with a comprehensive gun control plan, we are not voting for you. And you got to say that. And this upcoming election, we ought to say that. We ought to say it to everybody. If this is the platform we want to address, our children's safety in school. Look, all us, all us on this show, we got kids, grandkids. The thought of sending them to school and they not coming home is unthinkable. All because we refuse to address the problem. We sell more guns in the United States than any country in the world. We have the largest prison population of any country in the world, and we ain't nowhere near the biggest country. Something wrong here. We going about it the wrong way. But these guns out on these streets, so what is five million assault rifles out there? We haven't had five million attacks. But what we gonna do, what we waiting on, the next attack? Hmm. From the next fool to get their hands on the gun? It's a whole lot we can do. But the one thing we can do this year in 2018, we can vote. And if you ain't voting for gun laws and good gun control, we ain't voting for you. Now, they can put their money behind you if they want to. But when they put their money all behind you and you ain't got no votes, we win. And that's the way we win. We win by voting. That's going to be the plan in 2018. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American. Race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.